0: Wow. 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 Today's episode is hot. You guys are going to have a ton of really valuable, useful content talking all about how owning a problem is the pathway to profit. That's the big idea today about how do you truly own a problem in the marketplace with your coaching, your course creation business, your speaking business, so that you can Sell more of what you do, help more people, and uh, make a whole lot more money. That's the focus for today, and I trust you're going to find this valuable. Make sure you're following the show because we've got some amazing interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks as well. And I'm going to begin, and I'm going to, I'm going to be bringing you some really cool solo episodes as well. So make sure you're following and uh, enjoy the podcast today on the expert edge. Uh-huh you are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boyd. So let's talk about owning a problem so that it opens up a pathway to profit. Owning a problem is the pathway to profit. You see, when I first started my coaching business, Uh, I had no idea what it meant to market myself. I honestly had no idea what it meant to sell, what it meant to uh, go out to market and actually share your message. And I think the natural default is to just talk about the dream, talk about all the positive things, talk about all the things that, you know, you can help people with the problem with talking about all the things that you can help people with is that unless you really resonate and connect with their problem first. They're not going to have a need for them to or for you to help them. Does that make sense? And so for me, mastering the problem, mastering how to articulate the problem and how to elevate the problem and really bring up the problem. So it becomes something relevant, something urgent, something that they need to actually address is a crucial part of any sort of marketing sales campaign out there. So. I'm going to give you four questions on today's uh, podcast all about how to master the problem. How do you master the problem so that uh, when your audience hears you talk about the problem that you help them with, it's going to automatically enable them to move towards wanting to work with you. So many of you guys know, I, I help coaches and course creators to create presentations uh, that sell, right? And that could be on a webinar, that could be on a live, a live event, a live presentation. Like that's, that's like what I lead with. But here's the thing, is that that is not a problem. Like that is a vehicle that I help uh, coaches, course creators with to make more money. That, but that's not a problem, does that make sense? And so as much as it's great to know how you help people, Unless you address the problem first, the need for them to work with you or to want to work with you is going to be a lot lower. So, we're going to move through a process. And and my goal is for you to walk away from this podcast and really have a beautiful framework for you to master and articulate your problem like never before. This podcast could genuinely change your life. And, like all the programs that we do, all the podcasts that I record, it's always about, how do I add as much value so that you can sell more of your offers, help more people, grow your business and create the life you've always dreamed of, right? That's that's my goal. So let's talk about these four questions and then we're going to unpack them and give a few different testimonials. <laughs> testimonials, a few examples. Uh, number one, the first question you want to ask is what pain are they experiencing? So when we're talking about your audience right or your avatar what pain are they experiencing that's the first question that i want you to answer the second question is what misbeliefs are they believing so in other words what wrong beliefs do they have about what you do okay and we're going to give some examples of that soon the third question is what mistakes are they making? Like what are the general mistakes that they are making, right? The, the problems that they're creating because of the mistakes they're making. And number four, what are they missing out on? And I really like this fourth one. What are they missing out on? And so when you can articulate and it, it becomes relevant for your audience and them understanding what they're missing out on, all of a sudden your solution is gonna be a lot more relevant. And so what we wanna do here is we wanna move through this process. Of where we answer these questions, and this may be a podcast you want to write down and like study, come back to, because this is going to be profound. Because when you articulate and you know your problem, then marketing your solution is going to become so much more easy, more effortless in terms of uh, sharing it. So most coaches don't spend enough time uh, defining their problem. Right, because they they get obsessed about their solution, but they don't spend enough time defining their problem. So I think there are very few products out there that can launch successfully without having a a core problem that they're solving, uh, that the market is acutely aware of. I'll give an example of that. The iPad, (laughs) do you remember? I mean, I've got an iPad sitting in front of me right now right? The iPad was one of those rare products that no one knew that they had a problem until the product was entered the market. And then they're like, oh yeah, I do need an iPad, right? It was a totally new product in the market. Now, Apple, unbelievable, right? Steve Jobs, one of the greatest innovative thinkers to have ever walked the planet. Now, for most of us, for most of us mere beings of, uh, you know, like most of the general population of of human beings in marketing, we can't really, it's very rare and very, I think very risky to come up with a product that has no problem that the market even knows they're solving. Does that make sense? And that's why I think it's important to to initially start with problems that your audience is acutely aware of already. They're aware of it. They feel it. It's relevant. It's immediate. It's something that's in their life right now, right? So it's a lot easier to solve and to create demand for a known, immediate, and felt problem. I'm going to say that again. It's, for, it's a lot easier to solve or to sell a product and that could be a coaching course. That could be an online course or whatever. If, if it's to a known, immediate, and felt problem, okay? So your audience is going to have lots of different problems. They're going to have lots of different problems. But what I want you to do is I want you to think about, as we go through this process, there's going to be what I call the flagship problem. And a flagship problem is like your go-to uh, sentence, your go-to piece of language that's going to frame a lot of the a lot of the marketing and a lot of the uh, sales that you that you lead that you lead with. Now, when you think about these problems, I want you to think about them as being triggering, <laughs> right? And the reason why I say that is the problem should be triggering to a point where the audience connects with it. They're like, oh my gosh, I feel like that. That's exactly what I'm going through. And, it, and it, it encourages like an internal response to your piece of marketing, your piece of, you know, sales copy or whatever it is. Does that make sense? And so the reason, by the way, as well, is why we always lead with the problem first is because people generally feel more comfortable and more quickly will connect with a problem more than they'll connect with a solution. And the reason why that is, is I think even a neurological reason, because our brain is designed to keep us safe. Our brain is designed to notice the difficulties, to notice the challenges. It's like that uh, old metaphor of, you know, imagine you're driving down a road and down a highway and there's this beautiful sunset. Let's say there's the vision for your life, this beautiful sunset, you're looking at the sunset, and then all of a sudden there is a car crash and a car catches on fire. There's a flaming car on the side. Are you going to keep looking at the sunset or are you going to mainly just watch the car crash or the, or the flaming car on the side, right? <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to watch the car crash. And what are you going to talk about? You're not going to talk about when you get there, oh my gosh, I was driving. There was just this beautiful sunset. No, you're going to say, oh my gosh, there was this crazy car crash and there was this car that caught on fire. Like that's the thing you're going to talk about, right? because our brains naturally are inclined to look at the challenges, the negatives, the the difficulties. Now, I'm not saying that your brain always has to stay in the negative, but I'm just saying that our brain is naturally designed to keep us alive. And so that's why it's gonna connect with problems initially first. So let's say, for example, you have a solution that teaches coaching skills, right? Let's say you teach coaches how to coach. I know for me, when I first learnt life coaching, Uh, that was a skill that I wanted to learn, right? Now, you could start with saying, you could start with a problem and say, hey, you're a coach and you don't feel comfortable coaching, right? That's, I mean, that's pretty cool, right? You're starting to articulate how they're feeling and they're like, I don't feel comfortable when I'm coaching. Or you can say, one thing you want to avoid is sitting in front of one of your coaching clients and having that uncomfortable, unnerving feeling of not knowing how to help them and finding yourself in a situation with a client where you don't have the coaching skills to help them have the breakthrough. You wanna avoid that at all costs. Now, so see, I've started to really like turn up the heat, the trigger of that problem, right? And so the reason why this is important is if you can articulate the problem in a more powerful manner than your solution naturally becomes more magnetic because essentially it's like the metaphor I use is like digging a hole, right? The more you dig the hole out, the bigger the hole's going to be that your solution is going to fit in, right? If you've got a small hole, then it's going to be a small solution. If you can dig a big hole, you've got a big problem. You're going to be able to bring a bigger solution. You can charge more. You, they will value your solution a whole lot more. Maybe it's relationships, right? And you could say, Hey, are you an individual that feels lonely, right? That's one way to articulate the problem. Or you can say, uh, you you know, most people experience that pain of coming home on a Friday evening, on a Friday night, getting home from work and having no one around to talk to. And they feel lonely. They feel lost. They feel even disheartened. Maybe you feel disheartened. And it it isn't even more about, it isn't even about sharing those magical moments as it is about just sharing the day-to-day, living your life with someone that you feel genuinely connected with. And if you feel that loneliness, then that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today, right? So, what I've just done there, right, is I've articulated a problem in a more specific, distinct, descriptive way, okay? So, these are some examples of what I'm giving you right now. I wanted to run through my example. So uh, context again, you you know, right? I help coaches and course creators to create presentations and webinars that sell their courses, sell their stuff, right? That's the, the vehicle, that's the thing that I do. That's my main thing that I lead with. Now, when you get into the programs, there's a whole lot more around that, right? Around creating your offers, creating creating your automated webinars, like there's so many more elements to that. But that's like the that's the core the core solution that that we lead with as a business. Okay, so if I look at that, I would go first of all, if I come back to the first question, which is what's the pain that they are feeling? Like my audience, the pain would be they're running a webinar and they get really nice comments, but no clients. That's one pain. Another one is just low conversion rates. You've ran a webinar before and you're really disappointed with the conversion rate. Another pain could be that you're running out of money, right? You're running a business and you're not getting paid. It's, it's just an expensive hobby. You feel like you've got a great solution but no one's buying your courses, right? That's a pain. Uh, another pain is just this fear that, that no one's gonna buy your program. Like these are four pains that I could articulate and lead with my marketing. Now I'm going to go to the second question, which is what are the misbeliefs that people have about the solution that I help people with? So for me, it is that selling has to be pushy, right? That's a, that's a misbelief where selling is actually the pathway to serving on the next level. Another misbelief is that when you tell your story, you think your story is about you. In fact, you think your whole presentation is about your content, where, you, where it's actually got nothing to do with you, has everything to do with articulating in a way where the audience goes, Oh my gosh, that is my story, right? So that's a misbelief is that people think that their personal story is about them, but it's not. Another misbelief is that you have to be a naturally good communicator, that you have to be naturally good at speaking, and you just don't. In fact, for us, some of our best students, some of our, the best people that I've worked with, uh, have been naturally very reserved and they've, they've grown in their confidence because it's actually through following a formula and, and a practice. And so for me, these are misbeliefs that people have about the vehicle that I help them with. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm just taking you through this process that I'm going through it and I want you to go through it as well. The third question is, what are the mistakes that people are making? So for me, the mistakes is they're teaching too much content. Another mistake is they're going to their course for your webinar content or your presentation content, especially if you want to make an offer. So going into your course to find content for the webinar, that's a mistake. Another mistake is overwhelming the audience with just too much information, too much content. Another mistake is that thinking that their course isn't good enough because it isn't selling when the truth is it's actually about your offer that needs to be adjusted, not the course itself, right? So that's another mistake is that they keep changing their courses when it's not about changing your course, it's about adjusting your offer. They're completely different. And so these are mistakes, right? That I, that I could lead with. What I'm doing here is I'm just showing you examples of different, different ways, different language sets that I could pull on to articulate mistakes. The fourth one, Missing out on, and I love this one. If you can do this well, this is a huge one. So for me, I could say something like most coaches don't realize that they're missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue because they don't have a sell from webinar or a sell from stage strategy in place. That's a great one for me to lead with. And that's, that's definitely a missing out on that, that is relevant, that it, you know, it creates like, a, like an urgency right i know for me even when i hear it, i'm like oh my gosh like i don't want to miss out on that right another one missing out on you 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 if you don't have a webinar strategy you miss out on becoming known on miss out on becoming an authority in your industry because when you're on a stage virtual or live people look to you as a leader right and then the other one is you're missing out on becoming a market leader on truly be- making your mark in the industry you're missing out on a sense of leadership and status and notoriety you're missing out on. And so these are all the things that you're missing out on. If you don't have the vehicle that I teach. Now, the reason why I took you through that is because I wanted to show you my process of how I think about problems when we're creating marketing campaigns. Now it's over to you. I want you to go and move through those four questions so that you can create your problem. Now, if you're feeling that problem, I can definitely help with it. And by the way, I just created a new, a new on-demand training. This is something that you can go to. It's up literally right now. So literally you opt in and you get instant access to it. It's a 60-minute training. It's, got, it's unbelievable. So it's called The Five Secrets to Selling on Webinar and Live Stages. And it's going to address all these challenges, these pains, these misbeliefs, right? The challenges. So the fact that if you don't have a really strong webinar or live stage strategy in place, you're missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue. These five secrets show you exactly how to get those in place. And this is the exact strategies that we teach inside of Self from Stage Academy, et cetera. And so if you haven't done this training, go and do it because I don't know how long I'm going to have it up for, but it's available right now. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to colinboyd.co forward slash workshop, colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. That's an on-demand training right now, five secrets to selling on webinar and live stages without being pushy and salesy, right? It's a really cool training. I've just put up, just recorded it the other day. I think you're going to find it super helpful. So let's come back now to this, to this topic, this topic of the problem, right? And so let's review what we've talked about. We've talked about the idea that you have to own a problem because your problem is the pathway to profit in your business. And there's four ways to articulate the problem. There is the pain, there is the misbeliefs, there is the mistakes that people are making, and there is what they are missing out on. These are the four ways that you need to articulate your problem. When you do that, your audience is going to connect with you on a deeper level. They're going to resonate and feel that, that sense of urgency to to move towards your offer and you are got to sell more of what you do. Does that make sense? And so first of all, if you found this helpful, uh, I would be so honored, so blessed if you would leave a review. If you haven't left a review, you've been listening to this podcast for you know two or three episodes now or maybe more and you haven't left a review, please leave a review uh, and take a screenshot of it and send it to me in Instagram, just at Colin Boyd, and I'll send you over a a course that we normally sell for $197. I'll send that over to you for free, just as a thank you present for leaving a review. And so make sure you're following. So you've got to be following, leave a review, and uh, take a screenshot when you take the review and send it over to me, uh, a written review, and I'll send you over a course that we normally sell for $197, just as a thank you gift. And like I said, if you haven't done this on-demand training that we've got up at the moment, go and check that out, columboyd.co forward slash workshop. It's a free training. It's gonna show you the five secrets to crafting presentations that sell on webinar and live stages so that you can actually start implementing this uh, the sell from stage strategy or on a virtual stage, on a webinar, on a live event, or whatever sort of speaking you wanna do. I think it's absolutely profound. And so go and check that out if you haven't yet. Guys, I trust this has been helpful. We've got some amazing episodes coming up. In fact, uh, I think in the next episode, I'm interviewing a market leader that I have been following for a long time, and he's just phenomenal at what he does. And so it's always my goal on the Expert Edge to bring you the best of the best market leaders in the industry and in my solo episode to really equip you with powerful ideas that can change the way that you serve people in your coaching, your course creation business on the next level. Bye for now. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you really soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, Make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step by step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.